Two girls talking. You know what that means. It's time to talk. What's going on in the world? How about your business? How about your life? Let's talk it out. Two girls talking. Hi guys, it's Anna. And it's Ashley. Welcome to Two Girls Talking. So happy that you're all joining us today. I'm so excited about our guest, Anna. We are going to be talking all about mentorship, not only in business, but also in our personal lives and relationships, because we are joined by, by Mark Tim. He is author of the new book, Mentor to Millions, Secrets of Success in Business Relationships and Beyond, which he co-authored with Kevin Harrington, who you may know from Shark Tank. Mark, welcome. Ooh. Welcome, Mark. Hey, I'm excited to be here with you guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're excited for you. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So I want to hear all about the book. But before that, I want to hear how this book was born. Why mentorship? And how did you and Kevin come together to write it? Yeah, so the, the, the topic, the book itself is the living example of the message inside the book because we met, I met Kevin through a mutual mentor. So I had Zig Ziglar as a mentor of mine when I was a young man. Kevin, oh, cool. Kevin had Zig Ziglar as a mentor for him when he was starting the infomercial business. Oh, and nice. so I didn't know Kevin, Kevin didn't know me, but we both reached out to the family of Zig after he passed away. And we're like, we want the legacy to continue. We want our kids to know the legacy of Zig Ziglar. So I'm working with Tom and Julie and Cindy, the children. And so is Kevin. And next thing you know, the family's like, man, we've got Mark over here wanting to extend the legacy and Kevin wanting to extend the legacy. We had to introduce these guys. Mm. And so they introduced us. We joined forces to keep the legacy of Zig Ziglar going. We've now set up a process where millions more people will learn from Zig. But in the process, we develop this know, like, and trust relationship. And I'm sitting there going, I need a business mentor. I've had these personal mentors, but I need a mentor in business. And I went to Kevin and said, look, I know you're crazy busy, but I'm going to value your time. I will make this easy for you if you will mentor me and I will be your best student. And that was my perfect pitch that I gave to Kevin. And he said, absolutely. In fact, he tells a story that nobody's ever told him, I'll be your best student. And I've made it easy for him. I valued his time. I became his best student. We became friends, business partners. And that's why we had to write this book. Because we know that the fastest way to, to impact millions. And by the way, the book Mentor to Millions, it's not about millions of dollars. It's about millions of people impacted. And if you're out there and you've got a product, purpose, or passion that the world needs, the fastest way to get that to the world is to surround yourself with people who have been there and done that. You need mentors in your life and you need to be a mentor. And that's what this book is all about, is unveiling that secret so that everybody can impact the world in the way they were put on this earth to do. Oh, oh cool. So cool. Okay. We have yeah. a lot to unpack here, but one yes. thing that I want to ask you guys, because I feel like this is this fear factor for people. They're like, okay, I want a mentor. I'm afraid to ask a mentor. Yes, How that's true. I, like ask someone to be my mentor. Like that's a personal yeah. fear of mine. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And a lot of people say, oh, I don't, have a, I don't have a network and I don't know who to ask. And even if I did, how do I ask them? And here's how it works. Number one, you can never say the words, I want a mentor. Mm. Because that, that's all about you. And so what you need to do is you need to have the courage and the vulnerability to raise your hand and say, I'm ready for a mentor. I'm ready to be coached. I'm 
ready to learn because that's what a mentor needs to sit here. A mentor doesn't want to hear, I want, you know, because that's, they just want to shortcut life. They just want to cut around the corner in front of everybody else. And a lot of times someone will reach out. I mean, you know, Anna, you're in a position of great influence in the media. So are you, Ashley. And I'm sure people have reached out to you and said, hey, can you help me connect with this person? Yes. Saying, yeah. Instead of saying, Ashley, you are so amazing. Can I learn from you? And, and can, I, can I just, you know, be a fly on the wall and listen to you and, and be in contagious proximity to you? And the same with you, Anna. And, and that's the person you want to help. Like, you'll help connect them to whoever they want, you know, once they've developed that coachability and that teachability. So I tell people all the time, if when you're ready, a mentor will show up. So the question is, is that, are you ready? Have you looked in the mirror and said, I'm coachable, I'm teachable. And for those of you out there that say, I don't have a network, you know, I'm listening to this guy, I'm listening to these, you know, these awesome ladies here, but it's just not for me. Like I'm not connected in the way they right. are. So I had someone on a call like this the other day and I challenged them. I said, do you have social media? And they're like, yeah. I said, so go to your social media tonight, all channels and say, I'm ready to be mentored. I'm ready to be mentored and I'm looking for the right mentor in my life. Will you help me? That's so it. what makes a good mentor? Uh, so a good mentor? Yeah. A good mentor knows that they were born with two ears and one mouth and they are not afraid to listen to their mentee, to understand where they want to go. There's so many people that you reach out to and say, would you mentor me? But they just know what they know and they think everybody should know what they know. And they only know one way of doing things. You also want a mentor that's failed. You probably know their successes. You can look them up on the internet, but you don't know their failures. If you want a mentor and you, you're interviewing a mentor, you're talking to a mentor, ask them their failures. If yeah. they haven't failed, they're not going to be a good mentor. Ask them if they have a mentor because you want somebody that's constantly learning as well. So right. if you find someone that can pour into you in an area you're ready to learn in and they have a mentor and they're being coached themselves so they're constantly learning, they are good listeners so they can understand what your uniqueness to the world is and they failed, that's kind of the three things that I look for in a great mentor. I love that. Oh, can, wow. like, so with Kevin being your mentor, and I know he talks about this, but in the book, like talking about, Kevin openly talks about his business failures. Uh, we have a, there's an entire chapter is called <laughs> failure. To Phoenix. It's like yeah. all about failures. So get this, we're in this room one time and there's like a hundred entrepreneurs and everybody's asking him, well, have you ever failed? And tell us about your biggest failure. And then he stops and he says, and he's telling about him, but then he stops and says, look, let's get something straight. You all know about my successes. But what you don't know is, is that I have failed a lot. He said, I'll tell you what, I bet you I have failed more than anybody in this room. In fact, there's a chance I failed more than everybody in this room. And that's what you don't know. And so Kevin has 20 businesses that went to over $100 million, but the guy has launched 700 different products. Right. So if you do the math, you'd say, ooh, that's not very good ratio. But he wasn't afraid to fail. He learned from every failure. He pivoted from every failure. He got stronger from every failure. So he is who he is because of how he responded to his failure. That's what people don't know. That's why half of the book is talking about failure because that's how we define entrepreneurship is about failure. You know, we've, we've got a, we're talking to a lot of people right now on your show that are first time entrepreneurs. Right. And, and they need to know that the journey of an entrepreneur 
is not defined by success. It's defined by how you respond to failure. That yeah, is the journey true. of an entrepreneur. And right. you, if you get stronger, so failure to Phoenix, Phoenix is a mythical bird. The mythical bird gets stronger every time its previous version dies. So as an entrepreneur, it means that you've got to fail to get stronger. So you don't, you don't run from failure. You don't fear failure. You just try to fail fast and fail cheap, but learn from every failure so you can build on it. And that's what successful entrepreneurs do. It's so interesting. Today I was listening to uh, Gary V. He was on some TV show, and he said that, uh, very similar to what you just said right now, he, he said that for him being an entrepreneur, and he is very successful, obviously, but for him, he loves the ups and the downs. And I remember listening to a podcast with the uh, CEO of uh, Poopery, yeah. which is a, you know, mega million dollar uh, company, but she spoke openly as well about her failures. And she said, to be an entrepreneur is, is, is not for the faint hearted. You know, you, if, if you're afraid of failing, you should not be an entrepreneur. Yeah. And, and I got to tell you that uh, one of the things that, that I got wrong, okay, and I can only tell you this because I got it wrong a lot longer than I got it right, was I used to hide those failures from my family. Not in a, not in a sneaky way or anything. I just would always try to just accentuate the positives and not the, the failures. And, I, and right. I raised kids. And when I started getting vulnerable and actually sharing with my kids and my wife, you know, when things weren't going as well, it was amazing how they stepped up. It was amazing how they came in support and brainstormed and, and rallied around as a family. And it was part of the journey that I talk about in the book where mm -hmm. I decided one day that the most valuable business that I will ever own, ever operate, ever even be a part of was going to be the one I was going home to, not the one I was going to. And I started treating that family like this valuable business that they were. And part of that is I had to be transparent and I had to share with them the tough days, not just the good days. And I was so shocked at how they look back. And instead of seeing weakness in me for failing, my family saw strength in me for being vulnerable enough to fail and share with them so they could be a part of it. It was, it, it's some of the most unbelievable times of my life where when I was vulnerable with my family and they rallied around me as an entrepreneur and we need that as entrepreneurs. That, that's so true, yeah. Yeah, it's so true. And I wanna dive in a little bit more about family because it's it's you talk a lot about family in the book you've got six kids so if we're going to learn anything from anyone it's mark who has six Ooh, kids. exactly so mark what tell us about the importance you say it's important to treat your run your family like you run a business what do you mean by that and how do we do that well, so so many people become entrepreneurs because they want to be the mom or dad or the husband or wife that they were put on this earth to be. And they believe it's harder to do working for corporate America. So they wanna be this entrepreneur so they can have this freedom and flexibility. But what happens is, is that they quickly develop a job as their entrepreneurial you know, efforts that is more demanding 24 seven than what it was when they may have worked for someone else. Or they're, they're working for the first time and they think the only way they can do it is being an entrepreneur. And here's what ends up happening. Instead of crushing it at home, or instead of crushing it at, at, at work, they get crushed at home. And so, and they start to have some success as an entrepreneur, but then they're failing at home. And then there's this yeah. great battle that's going on inside of them. And it makes being a mom or dad twice as hard. 
Yes. And it makes being the entrepreneur twice as hard. So the two forces just are like opposite magnets. They can never come together. They just force themselves away from each other. And so I start out the book. I'm sitting at the end of my driveway and I don't want to go home. And the reason for not wanting to go home is like, should be, I filed bankruptcy. I just lost a lot of money. But in reality, I just had one of the best days of my entire life as an entrepreneur. I made every decision with confidence and clarity. I had the biggest sale of my life and I didn't want to go home because I didn't want the feeling to end. I was leaving a world of confidence and clarity and going home to a world of chaos and confusion. And I knew that was wrong. I knew deep in my soul that that's not why I was put on this earth. And it was that moment, I call it the driveway moment, where everything changed for me. And I said, what if everything I ever did in business was so that I could go home and teach my family and lead my family like a business? What if I was learning to be a good CEO so that I could go home and be a great CEO? What if I was practicing everything in business so that I could perfect it at home? So the only way I knew to do that was to go home and incorporate my family. Like I legally incorporated my family. I turned my family into <laughs> an actual business. You can wow. go to Indiana Register and find Tubi Tim's LLC. <laughs> my youngest child has the same shares as I do. And we started having shareholder meetings every Sunday night. We, we created a family logo. We used 99 designs. We had 185 designers competing to design our family logo because they thought oh it was gosh. so cool what we were doing. And they um, and we have a family mission statement and we literally just became a true business. And all the vernacular made sense to me. We talked about marketing and what our, our, our value was to the community. Why were we put on this earth? We talked about our reputation, all things that I talk about in business. I just brought it home and it made so much sense to me. And what my kids saw was dad was all in like dad wasn't distracted anymore because he was all in and they couldn't wait for me to travel because I came back with all this great stuff. And then for three years, I started taking one of my kids with me on every trip I went on. So they went from uh, resenting me as an entrepreneur to loving me being an entrepreneur because by the way, I, I still live in the same house. I'm still driving the same vehicle I had when that moment happened. I'm married to the same wife. I have the same kids. And the only thing that changed was me. <laughs> me. It's like they you changed like everything you, for everybody. Yeah, and it sounds like you became such a more engaged dad. Oh, I, I, it, it, I can't even, like I wasn't a bad dad. I yeah. just wasn't, I just wasn't, communicating. I wasn't bringing them my first and my best. They were getting my last and my least, period. They, I, whatever little I had left at the end of the day is what my family got. And when they became my most valuable business, they got my best and my first. And that's the best way that I can describe the difference in me. And, and over time, when the, when the family saw that I meant it and my actions matched up to my words, then they were all in. And the result of it, so I, I think, you know, I know, Ashley, you've got little kids. So my kids are now young adults. So now the proof is there. Like, I was afraid to talk about this topic be, uh, for years. You know, when I was first doing this, I didn't want to talk about it because there's an experiment. Right. And now, what I can tell you is my kids are young adults. And I can tell you that my relationship with my kids is so much more that I would have allow, uh, even allowed myself to say publicly five years ago. Mm. And it's all because I went all in with them 
as the most valuable business. And now they look to me as a mentor. They look to me as, as their coach. When they need something, they call me. And that's, that's what I wanted for my young adult kids. I now get to be their dad for the rest of their life, not just the 18 years they're at home. So let me ask you, you say you're a mentor now to your kids and that's fabulous. Are you ready to be a mentor to somebody else? Uh, of course, and I am mentoring. Um, I have a few people in my life that I am mentoring, um, some dads, uh, which is a natural, and I've actually, as a result of this book tour, uh, there have been a couple ladies that have asked me to mentor them in the family concept, and I will tell you that right now, I would only be interested in mentoring someone who is an entrepreneur who wants to win at home like they're winning at work because that's my sweet spot and 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 really they they should probably have children because with six kids that's where i draw a lot of my learning from right exactly so, yeah. so that is uh that's kind of my my own personal i want to be able to pour into someone's life in a in a massive way and so that's my sweet spot there's lots of people that can teach you how to be better in business there's probably lots of people that can teach you to be better in parenting my unique sweet spot is integrating business and family. So I nice. would know, like what quick like tips and takeaways can you give to our listeners for if they're like, okay, great. Like I feel the same way Mark does. I'm like winning it at work, but I get home like, cause I feel like this often, like <laughs> kids often get like the worst of me because I'm on all day at work. I'm crushing it at work. And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tired. I have nothing left to get. So what if we want to run our business like a family what are the first steps or our family like a business sorry what are our first steps that we should take all you have to do okay this is i'm going to take the pressure off everybody and say that if you're good at anything in your work life you can be that good at it at home so therefore you start taking inventory and say what am i really good at at work so as a ceo i can't function without having really clear communications with my team but yet I was perfectly fine being the CEO dad and not communicating at all with my family. Like, and that was wrong. So if I'm that good at communicating with my teams, why wouldn't I communicate that clearly with my family? So that's why we started every Sunday night, we would have family meetings and they were intentional. We talked about real stuff, not schedules and who's going where and what. We talked about why we were put together as a family and what unique purpose could we do and what impact could we have in the world and, and what, what things were holding us back from that individually and, and as a family and how could we, how could we change that? And, you know, and, and how could we share the blessings that we've been given as a family with other people and, and, you know, really intentional things that we talked about. And, you know, and it wasn't just, you know, uh, fluff and stuff. And it also wasn't 20 page agendas, by the way, you know, this was, you know, we kept it nice and tight, but here's what happened. All of a sudden our kids started realizing they had a voice and they had a vote and that their vote mattered and that their voice mattered and they would show up to those meetings because they meant something and that they could they could speak into the family and they could change things in the family and it just empowered them and we would i mean we would teach things like if i, I did the disc personality profile for my team one time for, right. for team cohesion and so we did the disc personality profile for our family and you know what it did it allowed our family to have permission to be different they weren't just weird, you know, brothers and sisters aren't weird. They're just wired different. Right. And so, you know, so anything you're good at in your work world, you can be that good at home. You just have to bring it home and be intentional and follow through and be consistent.
That is such great advice, Mark. Oh my gosh. So tell our listeners where we can get more information. So obviously the book is called Mentor to Millions. And again, it's about impact. It's not about money. And so we want everybody to have the mentorship journey. So we set up a URL that's called Kevin Mentor com, KevinMentor.com, because Kevin was the original shark on Shark Tank. He's my co-author. And so if you'd like to have Kevin and Mark as mentors, one of the gifts we're giving is anybody that goes to that link and they buy the book and come back and show us they bought the book, we're giving them 30 days of mentorship. And why are we doing this? Because we want everybody to develop the habit of mentorship. We're teaching lessons that we've taught other people in the mentorship journey. And we feel like after 30 days of being mentored by Kevin and I, you're going to want to go out and get mentors in your life for the areas that matter most. So KevinMentor.com. And then you can find Kevin Harrington and Mark Tim on all the places of social media that you find people. Nice. Nice. Amazing. The book is Mentor to Millions. Mark, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank yes. you for having me. Really uh, enjoyed. Really enjoyed it. I had a great time, too, and I learned so much. So my kids are older, so who knows? I might go home and talk to them about this. Yeah, let's well, do it. I, I, you know, if your kids are older, you know, the, the, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second yeah. best time is today. Exactly. And so I can tell you that, uh, that the relationship that we have with our kids, we want them to choose us to right. lead them into being the young adults and the, uh, the moms, the dads, the coworkers, the colleagues. And so it's the coolest thing. So mentoring our family, nothing better. Wow. It sounds fabulous. Amazing. Thank you so much, Mark. Thanks, Mark. And thank you to thank all you. of our listeners. We yep. appreciate you and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.